is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers at our meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel Mops After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Welcome to the Chapel Mops After Party. What up, what up? I thought I'd bury it up. Is that good? I didn't see that one coming, Barkley. Well, I just wanted to keep us on our toes, lighten it up. (laughs) I'm always like, hey, I want to be different. I love it. A different person. Okay, great. Well, guess what, guys? We have some mentor moms here from our great mops group. Yes. And a fun thing for each year, we always have a mentor mom panel. We do. And we bring the mentor moms. There's one per table up. And then the mops moms ask them questions. And we get to pick their brains and hear their wisdom. So it was super special. We actually... Literally just had it this just morning. Ran from it, so we're quick and, turnaround. And here. then we stole two mentor moms and yes. said, "Come with us." Yeah. And these brave women are here They're with us. Super excited! And again, we, <laughs> this is totally their jam. They begged to come on here. Yeah, mm-hmm. not true. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we might so, have had to bribe them. <laughs> It's not really their jam, but we're so happy they're here. And we just keep telling them, you're just going to talk to us. It's just cool. a conversation between moms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. All right, so Jackie, do you want to introduce yourself, say hello to our listeners, and tell us about your family, your husband, work life? Tell us a little bit about you. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Jackie. I am married to my husband, Sean. We've been married for 24 years, and we have three kids, Keegan, who's almost 23, um, 19-year-old Riley, and 14-year-old Kelly, who's a girl, so two boys and a girl. Um I'm a nail tech. I have been for 23 years, which is crazy. Your nails always look fabulous. You do have the nails. Talk to Jackie. You hide them. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And oh, when did you start? When did you join Maps and start doing the mentor mom thing? Um, just this year. So yeah, I had seen it on the screen at church, and it just so happened that someone I knew had mentioned and thought I would be good and. You I got me so in contact glad. with Kim. So, and so glad. So yeah. grateful. Yeah. It snowballed from there. So it's fun. I love it. And we love you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and your Enneagram number. Oh, yeah. I am a two. Well, no, no. Say, say it like that. I'm a two. I'm a two. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely two. And what is a two? Because I know this has been a journey for you. Yes. Um. So a two is the carer, the fixer, the... um. The What's I don't the know label for? I can't think the helper the helper, helper. there you go yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so they know what um, you need before you know it it's true yeah and it's, it's yeah once I figured out what my number was I was like oh yeah I'm hundred percent that mm-hmm. <laughs> completely yeah. Um, so yeah it has taught me um, I get the life sucked out of me often mm. and it has taught me even just recently that I'm okay saying no That's and it's okay to that. kind of put my foot down and say, I'm sorry, I just can't because okay. you, I think as a giver, like I'm constantly pouring into everybody and fixing and doing this and jumping in here and jumping in there. And then I end up completely deflated and drained. Mm-hmm. And my mind has always gone to, I don't understand how somebody doesn't give it back. Yeah. It oh, doesn't, true. I don't, I never understood that until I heard about Enneagram and then figured out my number. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. why. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, yeah, it's 
It is. Mm-hmm. It's helped it really me. All right, Miss Kim. Kim. Well, hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Kim Dunlap. Um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart going on 49 years well, in December. Nice. His name is Norm. Uh, we are retired. Um, I'm a retired um, wedding and event florist. I spent most of my years being um, an at-home mom. All I ever wanted to do when my parents talked about like college and um, career paths, I just looked at my mom and I was just like, I just want to be you. I just want to be a mom. I just want to be a grandma. I just want to be a wife. Um, so God has blessed it so hugely because um, I love the creative side of floral design. And I've been able to go in and out, in and out, in and out of that as my life changed. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was um, at home raising my my son, it was like a little bit of, you know, freelancing. And then when he was in junior high, then I picked up a few more hours. And so kind of in and out of that. So we have one son, Chris, um, and a beautiful daughter-in-law, Diane, two grandchildren, Aubrey and Tyler. They're 13 and almost 11, so growing up, you know, fast. So, mm-hmm. um, And I am also a two, and I can so relate to what Jackie's <laughs> saying. Um, you know, you... You're the fixer, you're, you know, you sense what people need mm-hmm. and it does, it gets like, you know, taxing at time. And when I kind of go to that side of, could somebody, um, you know, just fill my cup, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's like, that's what, that's where kind of twos land, I think, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Struggle with that. so, you know, just like with any number, there's the good mm-hmm. parts of it and there's, you know, the bad, but good for you mm-hmm. because I don't know that when I was your age, I was really seeing that, that, you know, you've got to like take care of yourself. And I can remember my husband, like, it was kind of a joke, but he would like stand me in front of the bathroom mirror and he'd say, say it, say no, say no. Say Say no. Because we need to practice this. That's awesome. So hard, I'm sure. It is. It is. And yet just embrace that, you know, that love for others Mm. because that's a gift too, even though it's a toughie at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to brag on Kim. She's the mentor mom leader of the mentor moms. Yeah. And she's brought such community to the women at our MOPS group. And um, the mentor moms, the community that she's put together for them is just blessed all of us in You're such big ways. So You're the best bunch. That's really mm-hmm. answered a lot of prayer, I feel like, through that. Cause oh, my goodness. I, you know, one, we didn't even have you on board at first, but God did a number on your heart, and mm-hmm. we got you. And then it was like... You know, every year we've had trouble filling those spots. And this year you guys all came and she was able to, I don't know. I feel she like was. God yeah. was really on our mentor moms this year and they've right. all been really awesome. Yeah. Um, they typically do a dinner around Christmas time for each table. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know ours loved it and just loved the time to be served a dinner that they didn't have to cook or clean up. Yes. And I don't know. They it worked worked us as much, didn't mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> much fun! <laughs> it was, it was so fun, <laughs> and all the texting. You know, I'm praying for you tonight because it's your, you know, it's your night tonight. And then oh. hearing all the feedback, and I mean, oh my gosh, just the best. Oh good. Well, yeah. we're just so appreciative, and I want to make sure you guys know that. So yes. All right, should we dig into some questions? How do you Let's. feel? Let's do it. We did some today, so if you want to go on our Instagram page, you can see some of the questions mm-hmm. they already answered, mm-hmm. but. Um, let's start. Should we start light? Let's, let's start real light. Let's okay. Start light. This is this is very very light. But <laughs> what is and these moms want to know this? Your favorite family dinner idea or dinner that they just love? 
I have two things. Okay. Our go-to when I don't know what to make and nobody is cooperating with telling me what they have a taste for is tacos. Mm-hmm. Tacos. Tacos make everyone happy, nice. right? Yeah. My daughter can make taco nachos, she tacos. calls them, taco salads. Um, but one thing that we have done in my family for a very long time, and it involved their friends, um, is we have homemade pizza night. I make the dough during the day. I make oh, wow. the sauce during the day. And She's everyone like gets a lump. You really are. <laughs> everyone gets a lump of dough and roll it out. And the friends will be like, what am I doing? Oh, Trying to roll fun. out this dough. And we have had shapes. We have had nerd spelled out in pepperoni on pizzas when <laughs> That's so cool. mom's joking around. Or this my daughter wants to play a trick on their brother when oh. they think their pizza's done. And Uh-oh. buddies oh, with their. So, yeah, like for, you know, when the boys were younger and their friends would come, they're like, yes, it's home made pizza night at the That's Scots. That's cool. I like that you make your own dough. And we yeah. still do it. We do that, but I buy the yeah, dough. Yeah, I get them from all these already done. <laughs> the dough. No, but I like them. Make your own mm-hmm. and have and all the toppings out. And yeah. yeah. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah, that's a huge tradition in our house. They love. love it. So this is so fun because those would be my two go-tos because oh. they're interactive. Oh. Right. Yeah. Now exactly. we do French oh, bread yeah. pizza. Okay. But not just family, but, you know, when you have other people in too, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and then the nachos I love, we just buy the, um, you know, the foil light pans, everybody loads up their nachos, their meat, their cheese, we pop them in the oven and then they come out with all the, mm-hmm. you know, toppings and just gathers everybody around yeah. that space in the It's nice because yeah. you, you know, can kitchen. personalize it too and you don't yes. feel like everyone can pick what they like and you don't or have anyone. Or if you have allergies, like, yeah. then you can't, yeah. you know, Smart. have this. And I like that. it. Yeah. And we probably all have our, you know, like our go-to, you know, holiday, like that just have to happen, mm-hmm. you know, or it's not complete, it's not done, but yeah, those are two. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. with you on that. That's yeah. awesome. You want to know That's a funny one ones. my mom would do because my dad traveled a lot. And so whenever he was out of town, uh, we, we could always look forward to pop night, it was called. And so anything that had the word pop in it was what was for dinner. So pop soda tarts. pop, pop tarts, popcorn <laughs> pops, popcorn. popcorn. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's creative. Like, Pop night. Now that's way fun. It's oh, horrible fun. for you, but we enjoyed it. Oh, my dad's out of time. We could pop night. Tummy aches, but it's great. Oh, we were all fine. We're fine. We all survived. Yeah. We're all normal and Children healthy. Are resilient. Yes. Well, but I don't know, something like fun like that. that that's fun. We always loved pop night. I've always worked Monday night, so Sean always had dinner. Okay. Like he always mm-hmm. had, you know, he, it was just something. And even to this day, like if I'm home early on a Monday, I don't, it's just dinner is always. And, but if there was, when they were younger, I mean, and they would have bagels and they'd be having cereal. Sometimes it was, he yeah, made whatever. something like it was just kind of a, whatever you're mm-hmm. feeling. And oh, when the kids were younger and I would come home early, they're like, oh no, tonight was going to be bagels and now you're home, mom. <laughs> oh, and I'm yeah. like, hey. Have at it. Yeah, you guys exactly. keep right on. Why do I slave away <laughs> at these I'm meals? Here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh. All right, what's next here? What do we got? What are some ways to keep yourself from comparing your kids to other kids, yourself as a mom to other moms? Ooh, well, we went Gosh, deep that, quick. Yes, okay. the That's comparison hard. game yeah. of kids to kids. And, and social media is really hard, too. Yeah. These, that us is. moms growing up in that. Is really you just difficult. see the you just see the perfection there, you know. Right. You don't see the backstory. Yeah. You don't, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can imagine that that's a huge. I always thing. tell my kids that what you see and what they're putting out there a lot of times is a shield, especially when they're being mean or they're being cruel. 
Um, my daughter's gone through a lot in school and, you know, I've also approached it in a way that, you know, those kids, their home life might be absolutely horrific. They might be going home to no food. They might be going home to a dad who left they haven't seen in two years and their mom, it's just too much. You see me on my worst day. Well, it's a hundred times worse on their best day. Yeah. And, um, so that has helped my daughter for sure, you know, to kind of look at it in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, social media, oh, yeah. it's so hard. It puts a lot of pressure. Oh, it's terrible. It's yeah. just terrible. Something that I never, never had to, you know, deal with. Did you find yourself comparing yourself to other moms, though? Um, just... You know, I don't feel like, like, I'm like, super way older than you guys, but life was so different mm-hmm. when I was raising mm-hmm. child. It was like, it was so simple. And, um, you know, I had my close group of friends and, um, yeah, I think we looked at, you know, how um, maybe they parented better or they handled this better. But like Jackie's saying, there's always that backstory, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we watched um, friends that, you looked at them and you thought, oh, they just got this all together. Yeah. You know? And they talk about these mm-hmm. family meetings and these discussions that they'd have with their kids. And and we're, we looked at it and was like, it's so functional. And gosh, are we doing it that well, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you watch how, you know, we're all broken. And you watch things play out. And it's like you're saying, like, we don't all, you know, have it all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it just comes down to a mental game where you just have mm-hmm. to tell yourself constantly, like, mm-hmm. they're only showing the good. Everyone yes. struggles with something. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to keep reminding yourself that. I remember when constantly. my kids were, like, little and comparing them to other kids. Like, you you know, you have your friends over and their kids are verbally talking, like, a ton, right? Like, yeah. they're, like same paragraphs and you're like my kid says two words you know like and that when I was a new mom that was really hard to look at around and be like why is my kid not doing this or why is their kid doing this oh they must have it together and and I think realizing that each kid is different Mm -hmm. and they will Mm -hmm. you know like maybe they're a little behind in something, but they'll catch up and they'll be just or fine. Or there's resources if they're not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. And there's no shame in right. that either. Yes. yes. My yes. husband and I said, how many, I don't know too many kindergartners that go off that aren't potty trained. Exactly. Yes. But you know, I can yeah. remember my sister-in-law and I taking my sweet little niece. She just, you know, she just wanted, was ready to walk and crawl when she was ready. And I can remember mm-hmm. holding her up and moving her little legs, like trying to get her, yeah. you know, to crawl because everybody's kids were... Crawling, you know. Mm-hmm. So, there, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. You just can't because you like, can't. My mom, I was walking at ten months. My brother was eighteen months old. I know. It's so same genetics. Same family kindergarten. Yeah. But yeah. she yeah. said like I was walking and falling all over the place. Connor just got up and walked mm-hmm. and never had. You know, they all yes. will figure it out mm-hmm. in their own time. And yes. Yeah. Don't put that pressure on them either. No. Or yourself. Or yourself. Um, yes. I know. One of our friends, her daughter was reading it like two or three like I was like oh what am I doing wrong as you know a young mom you're like but it's like no each child's different in what they do and and what they're good at and embrace who they are don't try to make them be something that they're not celebrate those differences yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. my one girlfriend and I talk about our boys that were like really good friends um close in age and we'd send them off to play 
and hers would come back and his little white socks would be white and his shoe strings would be tied and his shirt would be tucked in. And mine, it was like, go in the garage and get your clothes off and I'm going to give you a towel and you can go upstairs to the bathroom, you know? And we laugh about that. We're like, they ended up good friends and they're so different. So Mm -hmm. yeah, like it's hard to like not see the differences and, um, you know, want what maybe someone else has instead of celebrating those differences. Yes, totally. I think boundaries are a huge thing too. If you find yourself being over comparing like this, step away. Yes. Delete Instagram, delete Facebook, make your world smaller. And you only have these people that you're looking at, you know? Mm -hmm. So if it's Mm -hmm. making you feel something, Mm -hmm. walk away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So true. All right. What else we got? Um, how do you deal with other people's opinions on how you raise your <laughs> children, maybe specifically parents or in-laws? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Some might have opinions. <laughs> and we're, how, do you, how do you handle how that? How do you handle that? Uh, I just smile. Just smile. Say thank you. Because <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it really mm-hmm. genuinely is hard. And... Yeah, I a lot of times I I have like nothing to say. I'm like, oh okay, you know. Especially, yeah. um, I think so. My parents and in laws were not. My dad was a, a bit judgmental, um, but he was like that with us growing up. Like it was always like, well, you this was great, but you should have done this. Mm-hmm. You should have done that. So when I found him doing that with my kids. Um, especially one that played sports, you know, I would always like, he would say like, Hey, next time, you know, make sure when you get that puck and you go with it. And I'd be like, but you know what? You did really good today. Mm, Like this was great what you did. And Mm -hmm. so I always tried to counter the conversation, counter, you know, that, that conversation or the comment. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard. I struggled more with people who didn't have children who were maybe younger. And well, when Opinion, I, when I yeah. have... You um, just, you wait. Right? Yeah, and I'm like, now my husband and I are like, yeah. you know, when we see kind of, because yeah. like, you know, it's hard. And you, it being a mom and a parent is so hard and it's it takes so much out of you. And when you have somebody standing there nitpicking, it's like, ugh, like you're I'm doing glass. Yeah. Yeah. the best that I can. Trying to raise humans that are going to offer something to society and be gracious and all those things. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's I don't have a good answer for that. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I had... I had um, very wise. My father was just amazing man, and and like very wise, and you know, very patient. He would challenge me to things, but they made sense, you know, as far as parenting. Like, you don't, you know, you don't demand respect from your children, Kim. You you earn that respect, mm-hmm. and you know, so just a lot of things like that that my mom and dad um, built into us. My in laws were very detached. They really didn't have. You know, they weren't real invested until it was interesting when it, um, when my son got like high school, college years, started making career choices and that, and um, he he got a lot of pushback. You know, he got a lot of criticism mm-hmm. about, um, you know, and he he took a pretty good path in life, I would say. You know, but yeah, yeah there was a lot of tension there. 
but didn't hit till he was older. From mm. your in-laws? Yeah. Really? Hmm. Mm. Just yeah. opinions of what they thought he should be or do? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. That's yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. So how did you handle that? Yeah. Did you just like How did you shelter yeah. him from that? Well, at that point, he was, you know, he knew the path that he was, you know, heading down and... Um, he felt confident in it, but yeah, it was, you know, it was hurtful at times, but they don't have a really good relationship with, or they didn't, they're gone now, but with any of the grandkids. And I think it was just kind of like not letting them be the individuals that they were all growing up to be, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they were very hands off when they were little, mm-hmm. it got a little more intense when they were older, which is kind of an interesting dynamic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe they felt like they could have more sway when they're older or something. Yeah, but I think it's fair to speak up if you don't. I don't know. You can say like, you know, it hurts me when you say this, or mm-hmm. you know, let them know that. Yes, I need you to let me be the parent, and you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, right? Can you speak up and say, I don't know, yes. we're still yeah. in the yeah. thick of it, I guess, it's but so yeah. And I think, too, just realizing that we each have a part in encouraging the people around us as, you know, as moms, as grandparents, and, like, come alongside them. And if you feel like something needs to change, we'll encourage them in a, in a positive way rather than in a, in, a, in a mean or, you know, like, making them feel less or than. Or you talk to your spouse and let them know, like... You know, when your parents do this, it makes me, you know, yeah. make them go to their own parent and help mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be yes. on the same side. Yeah. 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 That's okay. huge too. Okay. Here's our next question. How to do work mom and wife well? Busy moms and time management. I think a lot of the moms are struggling in that. I know Barkley and I, in the season of where we're at, we're struggling in. Yeah. This is too much. <laughs> how do we how do we juggle all amazing things and do it well, but also keep our family like our focus on our family? Like I, I mean, that's where I'm struggling myself. Like, how to be there for my kids when I feel so pulled in so many different directions with work and with friends and yes, extended family. I was sharing talking about this with my daughter in law recently because. As I'm watching, you know, all of you young moms and um, the Mops Mamas, that's one thing that just comes to the surface to me all yeah, the time. Yeah, you've mentioned is that before. Schedules. How yeah. busy we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And it's all good busy. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, even in, in ministry, um, you know, you need those timeouts. Mm-hmm. And um, so, again, like when I was raising Chris, it was like, I, I didn't have the schedules that you guys, you know, do. We had, I remember even um, preschool came up because it was just kind of coming, you know, like becoming popular to send your kids to preschool. And I was like, not doing that because that's why I'm an at-home mom. I'm not yes. giving that kid up right. till I have to send him, yeah. you know, to kindergarten. Yeah. Um, but it was just way simpler. And of course I only had, you know, one, but I don't really, and it's hard to step away from all these good things. You guys are doing amazing, Mm -hmm. good things for your families and you want your children involved in things. And, you know, I, I don't know that I have good answers on that. Because I I struggle with the same thing now. Uh-huh. You know, trying to I know to we're probably not balance. good at answering this because we're all really busy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, 
my husband and I always make try to make a priority of once or twice a month where even if it's just an hour or two that we separate from the kids and just mm-hmm. kind of try to refuel ourselves and um that's what works for us, mm-hmm. but it's hard, you know, it's easy to say that. And then you have, you know, when you have young children and you have multiple children and multiple mm-hmm. different things and you're dividing and conquering and I, it's, I, I, I'm that, I mean, having that time for my husband and like when my kids would be upset, like, why are you and daddy going to go and go out to eat? That's and right. And I always was very honest with them. I'm like, Dad and I need to be good, and we need to have time without you guys around to recharge. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're not going to be great parents, and we're going to be crabby, and we're going to be tired, and this is just what we need. And we were always open with them about that and telling them that this is what we need. And um, I, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, too, um, knowing it's a season, that's what I keep telling myself. It's been a really long season. <laughs> I know, but just know like this is going to be a season and one day, because like I'll get frustrated that there's clothes or toys like all over their bedrooms or the bath, mm. their bathroom's so gross. Don't even walk in their bathroom. But I just keep telling myself, someday this will stay clean and I'll be really sad that it's yeah. clean. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you believe know? it or not, yeah. like, you'll you it. will be. Yeah. 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 So I'm just, I try to self-talk myself. Yeah. I'm like, I will miss that there will be no toys for me to step mm-hmm. on. So a season and then I think boundaries, just setting up those boundaries for yourself. Like if it's becoming too much, then something needs to go. Right. Right. And just knowing that. And I I think too, people are afraid. Sometimes moms, we want to do everything, right? So for me, um, teaching my kids, we were actually talking about this at my table after, you know, when we all chatted at the end. And I said, from the time my kids were like five they were loading the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And to this day, it is a family event to clean up after dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's not that everyone has a job, but everyone has just kind of adopted. Like my one is he wipes the table off. He helps put everything away. My daughter's putting that. It's it's a group thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I also taught them early on to do their own laundry. And it's come to my get them helping out, guys. Get them helping out. (laughs) And because it took it off of my plate. Yeah. And then I wasn't a stressed out, hot mess, freaking out because there's, you know, 27 loads of laundry and Mm -hmm. there's dishes in the sink. And, you know, it was some of those simple things Mm -hmm. that I, I taught them how to do and that became an expectation and it's just worked for us. Mm -hmm. And then I don't feel so like, look, I can just go in and, you know, do the you know, the, the little cleanup afterward kind of a yeah. thing. So yeah. and I think you have to look at like, is it working? Because busy isn't bad. No. Yeah. You know, if you start seeing the fallout, like, okay, I'm seeing, seeing some issues with kids or I'm seeing right. issues in right. my marriage because yeah. it is a season. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, sometimes we can just step up and do that for a season for, a, you know, it's not indefinite mm-hmm. and, and just watch for those warning signs. Exactly. You know, like that, it's okay to saying, do these things until it's starting to affect. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And, then, and some of us yeah. are going to rise up and do it better than others. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, figuring out like where those thresholds are. Or yes. what you can handle yeah. and still be healthy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So one of my friends, she did this and I was like, whoa, like, and I'm just like mulling around in my head. Could I do this? Well, she literally turned off her phone for the weekend 
and to be present with, Mm -hmm. you know, her husband and her kids. And I'm like, well, I would miss this, 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 and this, and then I wouldn't be reached. But then I'm also like, that might be amazing. You used to live like that. I know, right? (laughs) We all survived. (laughs) That might be like a good, I don't know, like warn people like, hey, weekends, I'm not available. But I don't know, like that almost for me sounded kind of nice because I just feel like in every direction, you know, like you didn't have texting. I didn't have texting as a kid, you know, and we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have emails. It's just uh, Facebook constant bombardment. It really is. I have a friend who has, I think she's got like 12 grandchildren now. When they all come, the devices get left in a box. That's so smart. And it's like like a whole different dynamic. I've started, I don't let the kids... Too. They hate this, but I'm like, no cell phones in the car. <laughs> because, yeah. like, we're just driving somewhere, and so the two big girls would be like, like, no, we have, and they're like, well, what do we do? I'm like, you have to talk to each other. Or look out the window. <laughs> look out the window. Or just look at the world go by. Yes. And just, I we just were was ta- like, I don't want you, because they're literally, it's silent in the back, because they're just sitting on their phones. I'm like, I don't know. Just talk Same to one another. Yeah. yeah, I was like, well, what do we talk about? I don't know. What do you want to, you know, I'll talk mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just get <laughs> them off it's their phones. It's totally different, though. We yeah. were out with our grandson, and there wasn't a device in the in the vehicle. Mm. And we're just like, we're, my husband and I are looking at each other because we're saying, oh, look at this. Oh, did you see that? Or how about this, you know? And it's like their faces are off of those screens. And there's a big, beautiful world out there, you know? Yeah, I drove home. And they're like different little people. They really are. They are totally different. And they can do it if you make them do it. Because I had five little girls in my car on the way home from Chicago, which is kind of a long drive. So someone asked to watch a movie, and I don't do movies. Was it it my kid? I don't (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Might have been. And um, I don't typically do like that is only turned on for like special occasions or road trips because I just I want to teach the kids to be okay not being entertained. Mm-hmm. Like that was important to me. Like it's okay to just have to sit sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and a couple were car sick and I was like, you're just going to get yourself, you know, so I said, car sick. I think I'll make someone car sick. Let's just leave it off. And that was it. And they talked and had fun the whole rest of the hour. Like they don't Yay. need it. Sometimes no. they just have to mm-hmm. be said no to and then okay. they'll see. I think another big thing too is not to fall to societal pressures. Yes. Because <laughs> I think there's a lot of, well, Jimmy needs to be in T-ball and travel soccer and Awanas. And I don't know. There's pressure that mm-hmm. your kid has to be the best at everything and in everything. And I know that can get expensive, too. And so just don't fall to that. Yeah, just, yeah. It's okay if they're just doing one thing. And Because I was guilty of that, like feeling like, oh, my kid's missing out or they won't be the greatest player if I don't start at age three. And it's, it's okay. Like it'll yeah. all. It is. And just give it time to be kids. Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, because it wears them out too. And mm-hmm. then you see them checking out. And from, then they're not enjoying it. They're not. You know? Yeah. It, it, this, this thing they want to yeah. do ends up being something that when it's. You know, you have to do your preseason, and then we need to do your conditioning, and then yeah. the season's mm-hmm. going to start, and then tryouts for this, and then there's fall this and spring this. Yeah, yeah. you had and they players. Can't, I can't yeah, imagine. I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, we had some like really drop nice. down knockout fights in our house about spring hockey. I hated spring hockey because he was spent. He started yeah. conditioning in July, mm-hmm. tryouts in August, season starts in September, and ends in March. 
Well, then spring hockey is in April, and then he'd really get too... Well, he wasn't happy. The weather was nice. His Mm -hmm. buddies were outside Mm -hmm. swimming, and he's got to go to practice. And every year, but he was just just a lot. It is. You do have to, I don't know, again, set those boundaries and realize, because like we're in, our kids are in travel soccer, which has a fall season, a winter season, Mm -hmm. and a spring season. And now they're trying to add this summer season. And And I was just like, nope, I'm sorry. (laughs) I know. And it's hard because, well, you don't want your kid to miss anything. But I was like, no, I'm sorry. Summers are precious and Mm -hmm. I'm not adding. I was like, this is enough. I'm already annoyed that Mm -hmm. it's every season. I'm not adding it to the summer. (laughs) Well, it's it's so, I mean, not funny, but ironic. Like when you first are first time mom and the pressures you feel. You do, yeah. Like Barkley and I are at our fourth kid and we're like, it's not worth it. Yeah. You're like going to live in your <laughs> By car. By number four, you we know, were like, like, we don't no, care. It doesn't matter. It's it's okay. Although Sorry. you feel a little bad, our baby is not. I like all the things Bella and Brandy even yeah. did. I'm like, I don't know. I think you just want to soak it up more when they're li- the like, littlest. Yeah. yeah. We took yes. them to American Girl Doll store and it was so fun <laughs> just to it like. really precious. And it's the youngest. So it's like, you know, they haven't really, they went when they were little, right? Because yeah. of the older girls. And so it was so they fun. They don't really remember it. So, and it was just them in. too. So yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. yeah. yeah. Ah, so it's good, but <laughs> know the boundaries, guys. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, should we hit marriage, marriage a little bit? I feel like. <laughs> Um, we wanted to like really hit this area. I feel like because um, we were talking beforehand, we just feel really heavy. Marriage yeah. right now is I mean, hard for COVID a lot of people. And, yeah, yeah, we were saying specifically, we know three friends that have gone through a divorce, and I just think, I think COVID's done a lot to people, and just having littles is hard on marriages. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we thought we'd talk about that a little bit, right? Yes. So. You both have been married for a while. So what is the secret to a long marriage? <laughs> How do we do it? How do we do it? <laughs> My husband all and the I ways. joke around <laughs> and laugh. I said it earlier. We yeah. constantly laugh. and it's awesome. <laughs> it, it, we laugh at each other. We laugh with each other. We tease each other. We, it's... We just, and I swear that is for us, that's our secret is we, and I am grateful that I don't, my husband and I don't fight. I mean, yeah, we disagree about things. He, I am more, way more outspoken than he is. So I'm more of the, we got to do this. We got to do that. And he's just more passive and quiet and needs to process things. And um, we, it's just our the ability to laugh. I mean, we will laugh until we cry, just about the silliest mm. things. I think and one thing you shared too was knowing him, knowing him well, either how he's yeah. loved, how he processes, how mm-hmm. he shows anger, like know your spouse yeah. and what they need and how that, they it show just love. takes digging in my opinion because mm-hmm. I just had to really like watch him and figure out what made him tick, what how he dealt with situations like he i would have you know there we be we would be presented with a problem and i would have 102 solutions i'd be like well we could do this and we could do this and mm-hmm. i always had an answer and he'd be like uh-huh okay okay and i'm like dude you've got to give me more than that oh, and i can so relate yeah it, <laughs> but it took time and and i don't mean like oh it took a couple of weeks like we're talking years yeah, for me to really 
watch him and see mm-hmm. how he worked through things. Mm-hmm. And in that, he's my rock because when I really can't figure out a situation and a solution to a problem or it's not sitting well with me, he's going to come back within 24 hours and yeah. he's going to be like, look, you're getting worked up about A, B, and C. And it's mm-hmm. totally cool. We don't mm-hmm. have to do this. But if we did this, where I'm like, bingo, that was the answer. He just needs time where I can peel off a hundred solutions. He'll have one and it's always the best one, but it comes later and it's time. So yeah. Yeah, I thought that was important. Just knowing all this, like an Enneagram number, maybe how they, Mm -hmm. where their weaknesses are, where their strengths are, how they show love, how Mm -hmm. they yeah process. I think all those things will help understanding them. So true. Um, I'm married to a five and I'm a two. So, um, I'm guessing that sounds a lot like your husband too. And so, um, he needs time to think things through. Mm -hmm. He needs time to process, you know, I've always got an answer, like, just like that, you know, and it's oftentimes not the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) And it took me a while to like, I would say something or we would be working through something and he would kind of go silent. And I kind of took that as a brush off. You're not hearing me. um, Mm -hmm. You're not listening. And then as our years of marriage went on and um, I realized that he needs time to process and he needs time to think things through. And he's probably not regretting a lot of things he says and does like I do because he takes his time with things. And thinks, yeah, they think. But I think that so often in marriage, like we have expectations that our spouses they just can't, they can't meet. You know, that's just yeah, that's just our humanness. Yeah. And so you know, looking for the ways, not necessarily like this is how I want you to love me. Looking at this is the way that you love me mm-hmm. and seeking those things and finding those things and celebrating those things um, and looking at like um, God completes me, not my spouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's been um, big with us, that communication, you know, thing, like mm-hmm. where's that, you know, that capability and just honoring that this is how you, um, how you process, how mm-hmm. you communicate, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not the way that I do, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, but that's not, that's not easy work. It's not. And that's why I said it took me years of trying to figure out how to navigate this quiet guy. You feel like you have to drag it out. I would get in his face and I'd be like, you have to, you know, talk. talk. To me. You don't talk. So how know? did you... A lot of, you know, a lot of people know communication is important. So how do you suggest learning to communicate? Or how do you, like, if you don't have a husband that's great at communicating, what do you do? (laughs) That was a big Um, question, I feel like. That's, I mean, our communication happens when we find that small window of time Mm -hmm. to ourselves, whether it's... Now we're at a point where we can leave for a few days and leave our kids. Um, But even prior to that, my in-laws would take our kids for a weekend. Was he always good at communicating with you? Do you feel or did you No, because he's very quiet. So I always felt like I was like constantly trying to pull and pull and pull. And until I realized that this is how he ticks, I need to present and then I need to back off and I need to let him... Mm -hmm 
you know, and I couldn't, because I think when, when we're wired, everyone's wired differently Mm -hmm. and our own wiring that causes us to act, react, handle situations, solve problems, we automatically think that the person we're dealing with, our spouses, well, they should be able to do the same thing and not being able to understand that they Mm -hmm. can't do that Mm -hmm. is I think where that breakdown happens a lot of times because we're expecting the same behavior that we're because what we're doing is what we think is correct. So maybe the key is goes back to just figuring out how they best communicate mm-hmm. how do they or how do they best process and hopefully you can present it in a way that is helpful yeah. to them and they can learn you <laughs> yeah and yeah. sometimes it's just getting them in their element whether it's just you know sitting on your deck on a summer night yes. and the kids are quiet doing something and just mm-hmm. strike up like we strike up conversations with each other all the time and we dream and we talk about what we're going to do when we retire and we talk about you know, what is that going to look like? What do you want? And sometimes it's the simplest of question that I'll throw out there that sparks these huge conversations mm-hmm. from a guy who's very quiet at communicating Rama, like I'm going yeah. 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So um, that helps us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, we have to bring in the, I think your dad called it the junk. Yeah. Ugly. Yeah. You know, the stuff that's, you know, like my husband grew up in a home where, what he had to say wasn't valued, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just a little abusive. Um, and I think, you know, those, those things are tough to, yeah. mm-hmm. to break away from mm-hmm. sometimes. So maybe you talk know, like, those out. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, my daughter-in-law says some, some people, um, she says, you know what? You can't even walk on their rugs anymore. There's stuff and so much stuff under there. You know? oh. yeah. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. True. Love it. True. <laughs> yeah. I think when I'm learning more and more too, especially, and I I don't know if this is what happened, but especially for these marriages that we talked about, like a friends that are now, you know, in their forties going through a divorce, um, might not have spent a lot of time with their husbands or found things that they um, shared interest in or common interest. And so I think making sure you continue to invest in your relationship is important because if you're not and you guys are just two ships passing by and then the kids are now not needing you as much and you two are sitting there like, well, now oh, what? I don't now really what? know you, yes. <laughs> you know, and I yeah. don't really want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's happening with these Well, marriages. and I find too with people that um, their marriage, I mean, it happened to our best friends. Our best friends, like it was rocked our world where we right. looked at each other and were like, are we okay? Like, that's a, and that's kind of how I felt. You I think like, like you, you look at this couple that you spent all guessed. this time and you're yeah. like, how on earth did mm-hmm. that happen? Yeah. And I, but like when I look at that situation and my husband and I, they never did anything together. And if they did, it was always with so many other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, people tend to like, oh, the more the merrier. Hey, come on in. We're going here. Let's go have dinner. When when just you have to be okay alone yes. together. Yes. And my husband and I are so close because of that. Because we, at the end of the day, we don't need any, like we are our own party. Yeah. And we like, we just genuinely like each like other. Each yeah. other. Yeah. Like I like chilling out with him. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. And we don't have to sit next to each other on the couch. He sits on that and I sit on this end. It's yeah. Well, and we were talking earlier. Um, I think 
you know, these like young moms or moms with littles think dating and like, well, I could never find time for that or a babysitter is expensive. But we were mentioning that it doesn't have to be this big go out to dinner and a movie and Mm -hmm. it could be just after kids are in bed you pick a show that you both watch together Mm -hmm. or have some popcorn yeah yeah i don't know just find some time in your day it doesn't have to be big outing but just time for you two to have your Mm -hmm. own time yeah there was a time when my husband and i were newly married and we had a new baby and we had just bought our first house and so we were broke like we didn't you know we couldn't go out and go out to dinner and hire babysitters or whatever. And um, for a while, we like created, this may sound so cheesy, but we like created our own little restaurant. And it was like one night a week that one of us would like literally come up with a menu and make it. And and that was just like our time. And we didn't even eat it in the kitchen. Like we Mm -hmm. did it in another room. Like we set up a little table and, you know, Keegan, we'd put him to bed because he'd go to bed so early because he was a baby. And and it was just like, so it felt like we were doing something fancy and for, but yeah. we were just making what we had in the house and Being just creative. had fun because we would totally mm-hmm. laugh at each other, like, mm-hmm. and just laugh and just have a good time. Well, Aww. I also shared earlier, my parents are very, let's say frugal. Frugal, <laughs> that's a good word, Barbie. <laughs> and so one of, one of their dates my mom would share is they would go to Chili's because you can get endless chips and salsa for what, like $3? And then they'd go to Barnes and Noble and each read together. Maybe probably their own books, but they would sit and it's all three dollars was spent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be. It doesn't be creative, but find that time. And and the surprise is like you're. It's the end of the day and the kids go to bed. And what's your instinct? It's like that's where I'm headed, you know. Mm -hmm. And you're worn out, but. I can remember times of like, okay, I'm going to push through this. And while my husband's putting our son to bed, I'm going in that bathroom and I'm going to fill that bathtub up with lots of bubbles and I'm going to open a bottle of sparkling water or wine or something. I'm going to light a a Mm -hmm. couple candles and that's going to be a little surprise. Yes. Um, And you're so tired and you just like don't want to go that, Mm -hmm. but that's where you like... Sometimes it's more important to push through. You have to. Yeah. You push through and yeah, grab those times that... Yeah, I would think too, like my parents, they were always good about getting a babysitter. And I remember as a kid, Mary Jo would come, she would eat her apple and she would braid my hair. And they'd pay her a dollar an hour, not like that. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, Goodness gracious, the prices on babysitting went way up. And I think it needs to come back down because I think these marriages need need to put this in their budget. Like, I think this is important. Like, you know, people talk about, like, I don't, you know, I don't have the money for it. But, you can find ways to to put that in the budget of a babysitter, maybe for two hours or or something. Yeah. But I just Barter, I don't yeah. see a lot of my friends making that a like no. something that they're doing with when they have littles. And or if you pay a babysitter, do something free together, like right, go do for a walk. Free, does, but you know, it's it's important. There's a way to do it to put that in your budget of yeah. your marriage yes. and and making that like a, a monthly thing, like once a month or every other week, yeah. like. I think that's so, so important. I think another thing that's important too is, you know, I, you see it a lot in households where like, you know, oh, he does this and I do this. And there's a, there's an element of divide and conquer, but it's, Mm -hmm. I do the, I can't tell you how many people I know. Well, I do the inside of the house. He can handle the outside. Mm -hmm. And there were like my husband and I, like there's time, like I, I had a client once who's like, 
your husband has a mop in his hand. I'm like, I know. I asked him to wash the floor. Or right. he Mine's knows. the best vacuumer and, ever. <laughs> yeah. So we, like outside work, like yeah. I'm not just like, I working in my yard just completely feeds my soul. And I love mm. being out there. Oh, and, I wish I had that. <laughs> and, oh um, but we, I don't, I'm not just like plucking daisies while he's, no. De- no. like I am working yeah. hard. Like I can yeah. use any sort of garden tool because he's taught me because I don't want to wait for him to come home and do it. Right. Or we're doing it together. I so, and I like doing it. So we do not have like defined, like, oh, this is Oops. your job. This yeah. is my job. Mm-hmm. We just kind of inner, which then makes our worlds cross. Yeah. And the I mean, mundane can become special. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're working in the yard yeah. and he's mowing the lawn and you're, well, now he's out there for three or four hours mm-hmm. and yeah. you're in the house yeah. doing whatever when yeah, you, yeah, if you guys true. go out and do it together, like right? It's, I remember every that. Sunday with football, my, my mom hated ironing. So, my dad was always ironing during the football Aww, games. He'd just it. watch his game and iron. How he loving would iron. is that? Yeah, to I know. Like, hey, like, and I then they always this. kissed when they folded sheets. So now I make everyone kiss me when I'm folding Aww. sheets. <laughs> I don't know. Those I'm are two things. That, to your kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone I uh, I, don't I think it was maybe Christina, but she talked about how with like her husband, she'll be like, "Hey, honey, like." If if we go really fast and clean up this room, let's go upstairs. And you know, like giving incentives. <laughs> incentives. Of like, when he's mopping Works the floor, for husbands too. You look so hot. <laughs> I can't tell you how amazing you look right now. You know, like keeping right. it spicy and yeah, being yeah. creative in that. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, let's see. What's another something I could ask? Um, so I had several at my table specifically. They're going through you know, hard things in their marriage too. And they're just wondering if they're the one constantly giving, but husband isn't there yet. You know, what are some suggestions you might have for them just to, if they feel like, like Pam mentioned, you know, marriage is about filling up, you're both filling up the basket. What if you're the only one filling up the basket? Mm. What do you do? (laughs) You know, I think you, and it's probably easier said than done, but I feel like you have to fight to get to the bottom of the root cause as to why aren't they putting, like, mm-hmm. are they depressed? Is is there something that they're not, like, have, do we pay enough attention to what makes them tick? Or do they just not see it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think, I don't think, I think healing comes with figuring out what that cause what is. is and it's hard because like I said, it took me years to figure out like how my husband ticks. Mm-hmm. And it was really just observation and biting my tongue and crying in the shower and trying to figure out like, how, like just to understand that. Um, it, yeah. I, Cause I think as a two, it's hard to that, you know, we want people to read our minds. Like we read other minds, like our yeah. feelings and so um, I, I used to say, well, if I have to ask, then I don't want it. Mm, but yes. you know what? We need yeah. to ask. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So often we'll just do it all because we feel yeah. like. But, and you know, if they're not it. contributing and there's resentment building there, I think we have to ask. Yeah. Yeah. You know, My counselor said that too. Yeah. She was like, you know, just like you, you have to model and tell him what you need because mm-hmm. he loves you. He wants to do those things, but he just doesn't know how exactly. and he doesn't know that you need those things. Yeah. 
So, but on the other end of even on Enneagram nine, it's hard for me because I'm like, yes, you is. don't see it. You, you can't, you know, yeah, but I see you so clearly. We want them to Why just you sense me? it. Yeah. But. Yeah. They're not mind readers. They're clueless They're sometimes. <laughs> they really are. Yes. Yes. I was at my brother's church. This was years ago. And their pastor had used this whole, like, he was, it was about marriage and love. And he held up two plates. One was a plate of spaghetti. And he said, this is a woman's brain. <laughs> and he's like, everything is intertwined and mm-hmm. this is touching this and all this. And then he held up a waffle and he said, this is a man's brain. He said, this is the garage. This is the family room. This is sex. This is the wife. This is the daughter. This is the... And it was so like, wow, wow, because that really is like, Mm -hmm. as women are, we are all over the place. We got everything covered. You know, we need 27 hands and, and guys just kind of roll in and are like, hey, garage is clean. You know, meanwhile, the house is burned down. All needs to be done. And... Um, it, so it, that helped me in understanding, like men really do function differently, which is why I think that, you know, we, you know, you make a good couple when you meet your person and it's, yeah, it's, I found that so interesting. It It all comes down to really understanding them. Yes. What baffles my mind is I'll like say to my husband, like we're driving the car and I'll be like, what you thinking about? And he's like, nothing. I'm like, baloney. Oh, come on. You're thinking about nothing. You're just sitting here and we're like, about get nothing? out of my head. I'm thinking of 10 yeah. million things that, you know, like, of, I just, yeah, it baffles. Like, how, how is don't. it possible? That sounds amazing. How do you do? Yeah. <laughs> and there's times where I'm like, I want to be like that. I know. I don't know. I know. No, that's I going through my head. Get out of my head, right. And yeah. Or when they come home and they're like, what's, what are we doing this weekend? And I'm like, you know, like it's like we're the planners of so many things. Yes. I'm like, that is amazing. Like you don't know, and What's and he just goes with the flow. And I'm like, that's What's that's amazing that like? too. I don't. Yeah. I just, I know. yeah. And and if I know that some are struggling with them wanting to respond or communicate, or and I think above all is prayer, which isn't always yeah. what you want to hear because <laughs> it doesn't seem very active. Um, but I read. It was power of a praying parent, and that really helped me because it just talks about how active prayer really is. I mean, that doesn't seem like it, but there's power. There's power of the praying wife. (laughs) Yes, too many bees. Power of the praying wife. I think is a great book because that's what you can be doing behind the scenes while maybe they aren't working and not Mm -hmm. uh, communicating with you, but also. Um, and I think I mentioned this, I don't remember which podcast, but Sacred Marriage was a great book. And it just talks about um, working on yourself first. There's always stuff you can work on yourself. And hopefully that will, he'll see the work you're doing and it'll trickle down to him. It'll trickle down to your kids. And hopefully, you know, so between prayer and working on yourself, hopefully, because yeah. you're not, you can't change him. You Mm-mm. can show yourself changing, but right. hopefully but, but he'll I'll- see that. But also like realizing their pressures too. Like when you think about like, I've never had a day of thinking, how am I going to take care of my family? Right. Yeah. You know, how am I going to lead my family? You know, how am I going to build in my wife? How am I going to build into my kids? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we do that 
Um, but their role is so huge. Yeah. My responsibility is yeah. like nothing like what we care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We feel, you know, hopefully like safe and secured and cared for, and they're the ones that have to make that happen. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I had that very conversation with my son last night because mm-hmm. he is trying to figure out his path of he doesn't want to go to a four-year college and we knew that he wants to go into real estate and then it's commercial real estate and he's kind of changed gears and we've kind of let him flounder this year a bit and now I'm kind of like okay party's over let's yeah. figure this mm-hmm. out and here are your options and you know and he was he got emotional like as we're talking about it and it's fear And I said to him, I I said, I really, it's hard. I said, what you're going through right now, I said, you're at, you're opening a different chapter in your life. And it is a scary one because you know, the bank of mom and dad is going to close. You know, you can't live here forever and you don't want to live here forever. You want to be on your own. You want to have this beautiful life and you are going to be successful at whatever it is you do. I said, but I also feel like too, it's scary because you being a, a male, yeah. mm-hmm. there is more responsibility on you mm-hmm. and yeah. that expectation. And I said, it's very, very scary. Yeah. I said, but mm-hmm. you have to happiness first. And you I said, you cannot spend your life chasing a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for men, it is hard because there is. is a lot on them. Yeah, we are like, yeah. oh, we got this, and yeah. kids are going right. here, and kids right. are going there, and right. doctor's appointments, and we're trying like to figure out dinner. No, no, yeah. But they feeling, it are like carrying us. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. And that they is are. huge. And yeah. I always try to remind myself, like with my husband, he works so hard, and we have a beautiful life because of how hard he works. And sometimes that's all he can bring to the table. Yeah. yeah. Well, good points. Mm-hmm. And as... My dad shared, you know, women kind of tend to be on the love side and men kind of go on the respect side. Need respect is so huge for them. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of respect and pride is wrapped up in that. And if they Mm -hmm. feel like they're feeling in any way, I think it Mm -hmm. affects everything. Yeah. And as wives, respecting them is so important. Yes, it is. And, you know, saying those words, thank you so much for what you've provided for our family. And, you know, saying those words out out louder yeah. is so important. And if they're feeling that love and respect, I think if you come to what you need, they'll want to give that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Another piece too is I think with men, and I'm a processor, so it takes me a while, is sometimes men and women, if you're a processor, need time. Mm-hmm. And like, I I know it's like, if you have like an hour here, but it's like, sometimes when I go on like a vacation with my husband, I feel so close to him because I've had this uninterrupted time with him where I'm like, oh, hi, I can, I see you. I understand yeah, yeah. you. No distraction. I, there's my no guy. distraction. There's yeah. my yeah. guy. Let's talk about this. Oh, you remember when this happened? Oh, and yeah. this happened in this, you know, it's like, I need that space just to focus on him. And so I think that is an important thing. And another is the walks. When I walk with him, I'm like, I share so much more because maybe I'm not looking straight at him. I'm looking straight forward. And it's important just to to give that time of, and, and I know when you have littles, it's, it's like hard. not there, but figuring out a way to have that, like, hey, can the in-laws or the parents take the kids for a day um, so I can just have that time together? Because, you know, first your walls are kind of up at the beginning of like, well, I'm just trying to get this task, this task done. And then it's like they come down and then you're like, oh, hi, 
I see yeah. you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being consistent about that. Yes. Finding that little bit of time and, you know, like we said earlier, finding that babysitter, asking mom, yeah. asking dad or your in-laws or whoever, just give me a couple of hours. And if you do that consistently, um, I, I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It'll become more comfortable. Yeah. It beca- wall yeah. breaking will need, be needed. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes just sitting together and not, I can't tell you how often my husband and I'll go out and do and we mm. like we don't it's not even that we need to talk like some mm. we have a boat and in the summer we'll like on Fridays he'll wake up early because right now he's working nights he'll wake up early and the like Kelly will still be in school or whatever and we will go and just float Aww, Aww, that sounds and it's just like I'm gonna come steal your boat sometimes yeah. not even talk <laughs> like we just yeah. but it's just those little like we take advantage of like hey the kids aren't home Let's yes. go and do this. Yes. And it's not that we're doing anything crazy, expensive, nothing. There's I've times we don't heard... even pull our boat out of our slip. We will sit in the slip <laughs> and watch people I trying to it. park their boat. I think that's, Which that's fine. is entertaining Extremely entertaining. Oh, I'm sure. Into the water. Right. I'm like, if you can do that in a marriage, like get your You're boat gonna in make and out it. of the water, you will make it. Because that is so not stressful. Easy. It to is. Get it in and, and I'm out. the one who can drive the boat. My poor husband. Oh, he tries so hard. Honey, I love you because I know you're going to listen to this. But... <laughs> it's he knows and he tries and he's like oh. I just I, I can't anymore. But he's driving the the truck to get it in, right? No, like, we have a slip, oh, so we slip. have but okay. we have to get it in and there's like a sliver on each side so and there's hard. like yeah. you know there's seventy thousand dollar pontoon here and here's my yeah. jalopy rolling in that was my dad's <laughs> that I cherish and I swear Aww. I will go down with it when it goes when it's time to get rid of it because it's a piece of my dad. Aww. But um, yeah, we it's hilarious. Like we just laugh. Like I've my kids heard. have had bets. They've made how how many. How how long is going to last? Take, no. How long is it going to take dad? How many tries for dad to oh, park the boat? Oh, shoot. Like, Poor dad. I know. I'm like, honey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> honey, I'll do it for you. I've also heard okay. when you do get together, don't talk about the kids. Yes. Yeah. Don't talk about the kids. No, talking about the kids. There are Find some something times, else to talk yeah. about. There I mean, are, yeah, there's If they're times going through that, stuff. Yeah, but you, I think that's important because that's, I think, what we're running into. You can get wrapped up with all the kids stuff and then it becomes it's just never you two. About you. And yeah. then yeah. it's like, what do we have to talk about? <laughs> yeah. And I liked how you talked about too, like the future, Jackie, like you're talking about like dreams, what's to come next. And yeah. I think that's important to yes. look ahead of the time of like, yeah. what do you want to do when yeah. you're retired? And what do you want to do? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Do you want to live here? Like we know we want to move to Florida and, yeah. you know, it's... And we're making the changes and the plans now so that we can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And, but it's fun to dream. It's fun. You know, we just, and it's not like we're dreaming about crazy, like, oh, we're going to have millions of dollars. Like, it's nothing like that. It's, what do you want out of retirement? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes a question like that, mm-hmm. I think even in a marriage where they're struggling and everyone kind of seems to be like in their corner and sometimes just finding that weak moment that you just ask a question like that and see how they answer and mm-hmm. then answer back and well I think this and then you start looking at pictures of things and yeah. and dreaming together yeah, yeah. DL, DL Moody said preparation for old age should begin no later than one's teens mm. wow. life which is Teen. empty of purpose until 65 will not suddenly become come filled on retirement we are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream Wow, mm. love that. But yeah, prepare yeah. for old age in your teens. Um, That's pretty profound. That mm-hmm. is. Um, okay, so we could talk to you guys forever, yes, yes, but I yes. wanted to end asking if there is one thing you could hope 
to tell our moms? What is it you want them to hear or take away this year? Oh my gosh, you guys, oh, like <laughs> just this community um, and finding your people. Mm-hmm. I just have to share that um, I lost my mom when I was 41. She was 62 years old. And she was just, yeah, she's like my best friend. She had six sisters and a best friend. Mm. So she left behind some people for me. Yeah. Um, and there, there were a couple of my aunts <laughs> that I've been close to, and I've lost them. But just this past week, I had lunch with my mom's best friend. Her name was Barb. I was probably, our Aww. two families were closer than, I was closer to them than aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. There were eight of us kids that were closer than, you know, cousins. So I sat across from Barb. I hadn't seen her in a while because she's 84. She's an nail tech. She does nail still at 84. Bless wow. her heart. Wow. wow. She's amazing. <laughs> you going to do that, Jackie? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I sat with her at wow. lunch this week, and I just I was just kind of raw with her, you know, mm-hmm. like some struggles, some health struggles and some friendship struggles. And she said things to me like, You've been like that since you were a little girl. Mm. And she said, you know what your mom or your dad would say about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. And <laughs> she said, um, you know, you, that might not ever get fixed. And it made me think about, I went away from there and I thought, that is mentoring at its best. But what it took me to was all you young mamas and what God's doing in that backstory. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think for one minute when my mom and her friend were changing diapers and dropping kids off at ball games and sneaking out with their cute guys for, a, you know, a, a date, they weren't thinking. My mom wasn't thinking. You know what, friends? Someday you're gonna sit. You're gonna sit across from my 68 year old daughter, mm. and you're and I'm gonna need you to build into her. Oh man! And you know, I look at like you two, and I look at all these mamas, and I think, you know, Barkley, maybe someday you're gonna sit across from a 50 or 60 year old Reese and she's gonna need you (laughs) (laughs) or or summer you know Bella or Brynn are gonna come to you and say you know what I talked this over with my mama but she loves you and you love me and can I just get another take on this and so mentoring is like there's layers and layers and there's um, it's generational and it's biblical and it's unexpected. Like, look what happened with Ruth and Naomi. Naomi thought she was pulling Ruth out of this beautiful life and let she, you know, she tried to push her away, go back to your people. And Ruth stood by her and Naomi led her mm-hmm. into caring for herself and how to care for herself and how to, um, and let her into, you know, finding a man and, and, a marriage, and that was kind of an unexpected mentoring, I think, there. So that's what my prayer is, is that all you ladies would know that God's working behind the scenes, and we just don't, you know, someday maybe you're going to sit across from your best friend's kids Mm. at 68 and 84 years old, (laughs) and she's still building into me because... I can tell my husband my story. I can tell my kids my story. But you guys watched your mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Your kids watch your stories. And that's mm-hmm. like so powerful. 
Jackie, it's all yours, dear. Wow. How do you follow that? Don't make us cry, okay? I, I, I don't even know what to say because how do I follow that? Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about your specific table. What do you want those moms to mm. know or hear from you? I think always believing in yourself and what you're doing. And even when you have a bad day, I was telling one of our moms at our table today that even when you have a bad day with your kids and your kids have had a bad day and maybe you were fighting about something, maybe they were just complete beasts and it was just a screaming match all day. I told her, I said, if you... I always end my days with my kids. Like I always say goodnight to everybody. But when there's been a particularly hard day, if someone's just pushed the limits, there's they've done stuff, whatever it is, and it's just mm -hmm. been a rough day, I always have ended my days with them, like poking my head in their room. And if they're small enough, sitting on the edge of the bed, telling them I love them, telling them, you know, sorry, we had a bad day, apologizing if I... It was out of line or if I blew up about something that maybe wasn't the, it, totally important or justified or saying sorry to, you know, that like you screwed up and mm -hmm. this really stinks that we're in this position, but it's going to be okay and I love you. Mm -hmm. And um, I really believe that if you can say sorry to your, to at the say sorry mm -hmm. at the end, like mm -hmm. it matters and they're You're gonna so keep yeah. coming back to you. Even when you've been, like I told her, I said, I was there was a screaming Mimi fighting with my kids. And, but I would always close my day with saying sorry. And even now, like there's times I'm like, I'm sorry. Like my older guys where I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry I screamed back then. Yeah. And um, I feel like it, it keeps them coming. It keeps that open door for them to continue to encourage for for them to con to come and talk yeah. and open up and tell you the hard things and um well thank you guys we appreciate mm -hmm. you thanks for this, having us though. and if i could just say one more quick thing yeah, of is course that i have watched all of you ladies all of you mops ladies out there in podcast land the last few years and i just want to say kudos you know the whole covid thing was like nothing any of us had, had experienced, I mean, just uncharted waters and the grace and the beauty. You rose up with kids at home and husbands underfoot and just navigating that, like to be a part of that was just what a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I could not be prouder and just cheer you on because you guys are amazing. Well, it's such a privilege to be your mentor moms, right, Aww. Jackie? I speak for all of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, we're so thankful mm -hmm. for you guys. All right, podcast friends, if you wouldn't mind liking and subscribing to our podcast, and if you're feeling extra generous, you can even give us a shout out. We'd love to hear from you and see who's listening. Um, and you can follow along on our Instagram page, which is the Chapel Mops After Party. Um, be sure to like us, check us out. We'd love to see hear from you too um and the chapel mops after party is a proud to be part of the mops podcast network now which is really exciting and always remember there's a group of moms who get you need you and are here to remind you that you are never alone so find your mom village online or in person at mops.org backslash find a group